It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com the Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome to the Man City Show. It's Nigel Rothband back in the chair. And my three guests are all smiles this week as yesterday we celebrated seeing Vincent Company lift his sixth piece of silverware. That's his sixth piece of silverware. It was City's third League Cup triumph in five years, and it was Pep Guardiola's first trophy as Manchester City manager. Let's see if we can keep that smile going. My guests are a very warm welcome to Sarah Messenger. Hello. To Nick Goldstone. Hello. And to Andy Yogi Barron. Hello. So, we are backed for the season by Ladrooks. Go to bet.citypodcast.net, and you can see all our exclusive specials and promotions there. Uh, Lots of places we could start, but I think we should start, I think, Vincent Company's Man of the Match performance. Good place to start, Sarah? Good place to start. He was fantastic, wasn't he? And, um, I mean, you know, we're all delighted for him. We all love him. He epitomises City, certainly in the last 10 years. Um, and he's had a gruesome time. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I know every City fan I spoke to yesterday, and you could see it on, on social media today, just love the man, love the way he celebrated his goal, love the pride he feels in City, both the football club, but also the city of Manchester. He loves Manchester. Um, delighted for him. He was fantastic. He's had a tough time. He's had three years of injuries. He was written off by many, some even round this table. But not, uh, even, not by me. Never by you, Yogi. So, so just sum it up for us. You're, uh, you're, he, was, yeah, he was just mild. I mean, it wasn't just the goal. He defended well. Uh, but it was it was the celebration after the goal. It was straight back to the 2012 derby game. It was it was just the look at it. It was just fantastic. I got all, all emotional. It was, it was a bit sort of, I wouldn't say mundane game, but it was fairly. You know, we were going to win it. But then when, when he scored, the, the look on his face and he, the celebration that just just made it for me. But he also defended very well. He did. Mm-hmm. He, he ran towards me, you know. <laughs> he ran directly. I thought, Vinny, he, he saw, I think he saw me, Nick. So he, was, he saw me and said, right, I'm, I'm going to go in that I, direction. I'm sure he did. I mean, he didn't jump quite as high as he did in 2012. But as it happens, I was sat at Wembley in 
with the same perspective on that goal as I had for the for that for the for that Man United goal, and it brought back a lot of memories. A really fantastic moment, and he was imperious. He was. Uh, should we just sort of talk then about kind of the, the Holy Trinity as well? I mean, you couldn't really write the script, could you? Aguero, Company, and Silva—the three goal scorers. I mean, that's just—you know—it's not the new money, is it? They're kind of all been around a while. Um, and to have them on the score sheet, our biggest ever Wembley win. I didn't realise that until I sort of read that in the press today. But uh, all round, first half, we weren't brilliant. And the second half, we didn't actually need to get out of second gear either. But, but look, going back to those three, to have those three on the score sheet, that's special, isn't it? Very special. Again, the three of them are sort of epitomise everything we've achieved over the last 10 years. Um, Sergio's goal was classic Sergio in terms of the quality of the finish I mean let's we may come to some of Arsenal's shortcomings at some point but the finish was brilliant the uh we talked about Vinny and David Silva for once did what we know he can do but he doesn't do enough which is a delicious uh first touch and a brilliant finish into the corner so and I remember turning to somebody at the time and going, bloody hell, it's the old guard. All the old guard has scored. And of course, everyone else noticed that and it was all over social media. But it did make it, it, did make it special, I think, yesterday. And it sort of, I think, allowed for a thread between the kind of everything that's happened under Pep and the excitement we feel, but also a kind of tribute <coughs> to we are where we are now because of those three and some others that Pep name-checked that have kind of built us to where we are. It hasn't all happened in the last 18 months. Can I be a bit mischievous here then, Yogi, please? As, as I have to, sitting in this chair with this particular microphone. Uh, a foul on Mustafi by Aguero. Had a look, had a look at him. No. Yes. When I, went, I watched the replay, when I went home, he had a good look at him, they slowed it down, and he just nudged him in the back. If that had taken place in the 14th minute in, in the centre circle, it was a bit of a nudge, gave a foul, no one would be talking about it. Nah, no. Nah. I mean, you see the difference in size between the two of them. Nothing to do with size. Yeah, it was a foul. No, nah, he, he, he brushed him. That was <laughs> never uh, a foul. And, was, <laughs> and they were using VAR, so if they, they could have they could have called it back. Of course, uh, there might be an Arsenal fan listening to this. Which I've, got to, I've got to ask the question. Of course, it wasn't a bloody foul. Well, well, Arsenal Wenger for one, but I mean, it it, it 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 wasn't a foul. But when I saw the game yesterday night on the TV, and you saw the um, the replay, Aguero's eyes. You know, he knew exactly what he was doing. It wasn't a foul, but it was clever. Yeah. And it was just managing the situation, getting himself in exactly the right place, which he was perfectly entitled to be in. Um, and it, and that's what made it. It was And Mustafi was out of position. You, you, tell, yeah. you tell nine-year-olds to, to, to get goal well, side, don't you? That had been the other way around. Yeah. And it was our defender who'd made a mistake and just got himself underneath a, uh, um, a goal kick. He'd yeah. have been livid, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Absolutely. And bravo who's also been slated around this table one or two, um, gets an assist in a cup final. Mm. He did all right, didn't he, to be fair? I mean, we has, he has come in for some stick because he's, he's not necessarily stopped everything that's come his way. But you, you've got to give the guy credit. He, he pulled off a very good save early doors and then the assist for the goal as well. Well, he's a bit of an enigma, isn't he? Because he's never, never in a million years as bad a goalkeeper as we've seen over the last 18 months. There's no way Pep would have had him if he was as bad as some of the performances he's put in. Um, and he's, he, you know, particularly in terms of this cup, but also in some other games he's played, he's actually played with a lot of assurance and made some, uh, made some decent saves. Not enough of them, but he has made some decent saves. Um, but he, he, d- he definitely doesn't generate the level of authority and reassurance that mm. Edison does. Yeah. And 
I don't think he ever will because he won't play enough games for that to happen. Um, and there was, as you say, the dodgy moment when we were all a bit hand in. Yeah, know. that was in the so when he came out and tried to clear it in the yeah, second half. Yeah, that nice little <laughs> flick, sort of John Stone style flick. And Walk had it covered, I think, didn't he? I think he, yeah. he seemed it was all, all, all under control. He recovered, he? though. I'll give him credit. He recovered. And yeah. he was a bit, you know, there was a, a moment, wasn't with a Bama Yang at the beginning when uh, yep. sort of Walker helped him out again. And he luckily saved it with his feet. But Twice, yeah. Uh, I'm going to be mischievous. I'm picking on you here, Yogi. Yeah. So, so second goal, um, Sane standing in an offside position. So that's two. It's two goals should have been wiped out. He, he, he didn't try and play it. He, he was in, in, the, in the goalkeeper's eye line. No, he wasn't in the goalkeeper's eye line. That's the <laughs> thing. You, the goalkeeper's going in completely the opposite direction. So he, he, yes, he was in front of the keeper, but he, he definitely wasn't. He was in front of the keeper, though, but, but not in his not in his eye line. Hey, our Arson, look, Yogi agrees with <laughs> you. I thought Arson was here in the room with us, yeah, or is it yeah. Nigel? Is it Nigel? No, I mean, listen, no? I'm just trying to have a balance for you here. Yeah. Of course, he wasn't bleeding offside. Well, he, he thought he years. he thought he might have been offside, didn't he? Sana, he had a look. He did. What he, he was had, doing had, there, I'm not quite sure. Up, didn't he? Kind of look, what what, what was he doing there? He was just. I think loitering time, with intent, taking his time to get back on side. <laughs> yeah. I think is, was my view of it. But <clears throat> listen, in those situations, I've seen those given. Joking apart, I've seen referees and and why didn't they revert to VAR then? So well, could, just just to kind of just make sort of Arsenal or anybody else who's watching as an Arsenal fan feel as though at least they're going to use the technology. I guess as Yogi said, he, just, he wasn't in his sight line; he was going the other way. It's it's an irrelevance anyway. And, and, he, and he didn't try and. And play it. Yeah. You know, if, if he'd have tried, even if he hadn't touched it and tried to kick it, that would have been offside. But he didn't. He just stood there. And I watched the ball go in. I, I, I was concerned before the game that there would be some terrible VAR-related incident, mm. which there wasn't. I'm pleased to say. But again, looking at the replay after the game, it was quite blindingly obvious that because of the way the goal was scored. Um, the the, uh, the um, Ospina was was completely um, um, he, he was going the other way anyway, so he was obviously not in, not not interfering in any way whatsoever in anybody's eyes except poor old Arsene Wenger. So even taking my Arsene Wenger spectacles off for a moment and my Arsenal, I'm an Arsenal fan really, as you know. Huh. Uh, the third goal. I mean, you have to just marvel at the magician, don't you? I mean, just the way to get on. And, and as, as Sarah's already said, his finishing, if we had to criticise the magnificent David Silva, which is hard to do, maybe his finishing over the years has not been quite what you'd like it to be. But what? just the fact it killed the game off, he scored it, the run and, and the finish, it just was beautiful. What amazes me this year about him is, is the pace and the fitness of the guy, because he's not that young either. And the explosive pace that he had to make that goal was was amazing actually uh, and yet yeah, it was brilliant um, he normally manages to to miss in one way or another but he managed it in a cup final and you know if you're going to stick one away then you might as well do it at Wembley did anybody have a bad game, Yogi, do you think? If, if you kind of look back on that game, I mean, it's, it's almost difficult to say, and as Sarah said, we'll come on to Arsenal's shortcomings in a second, but did anybody disappoint I don't, I don't think anybody had a bad game. No, I think, I think, um, I mean, I think Kevin De Bruyne has had better games. Yeah. But, but, but then it, that's Kevin De Bruyne we're talking about. We're not, yeah, so, uh, but no, I don't think anybody had a bad game. But, I said, but there wasn't that much... There's somebody maybe I think did. I don't know the same person. First half in particular. Did I he? thought Gundogan was mm. pretty horrific first half. He gave the he ball gave away, the ball away five or six times, and mm. there was a bit of a 
consensus amongst the people I was WhatsApping with that you, you know, know WhatsApping during the game he was you? he was not at half time half time. Oh, okay, right. He had a bad half. He was he was the linchpin. He had more of the ball than pretty much anybody else. Mm. And actually, De Bruyne was was fairly um, uninvolved in the first half, uh, which. It, 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 I, I, I actually didn't think we were fantastic first half. It was tight. We weren't. Yeah. Um, but the second half, we just completely changed it. Um, Gundogan for you, Sarah, as well, maybe just off the bat. I mean, we, we're talking about margins here. We won the game easily. So is it worth even a mention? Yeah, he, do you think he, it, he, he, he was. He was frustrating me in the first half because I love him. I think he's a great player. Um, and he did give the ball away a lot. And it was a, quite a lot of... Some of those times was because he was just running into traffic and you think, what the hell are you doing? That's not what we do. We don't run towards three Arsenal players. We pass it or, you know. Yeah. So, but then testimony to the spirit that not only he's got, but the team, he was great. He was, he had he played well in the second half. I mean, I think... I, I think I don't think anyone had a bad game. I think what was good about yesterday was people who we all would have been a bit nervous about beforehand had particularly good games. So I thought Danilo played really well at left back. I mean, not not outstanding, but well, he, he did no nervousness, no dodgy passing. He actually contributed a lot, and, mm-hmm. and obviously made the pass to David for the final goal. So he played well. And I I, I have to remember to say as well because you brought up Claudio and. Uh, my very good friends at Canal Street Blues, and particularly John Brown, was insistent that he was man of the match yesterday. What, Tweeted about it and everything. Claudio, Claudio was man of the match. Well, John, so John, that's my John, shout out to John Brown. Well, and John his, knows his football for sure, and he's—I yeah. I, I can't. He agree may have with him. been being ironic. I don't know, but well, so we, uh, we, we, we don't do, know. We, do we, we are sometimes ironic. Aren't Let's we, get a debate going. Was Claudio man of the match? No, yes. <laughs> no. no. I, I think I think John, you're on your own there, mate. You're a good friend of the show, and you tweet regularly, and you retweet our tweets, and we appreciate it. And you introduce us to Sarah as well. That's why she's on the show. But uh, we've got three no's here, Sarah. Uh, so, so Nick, on, tell John what you think about Claudio's performance. Not man of the match, clearly. I thought he, I, I thought he did well. I'm, I'm, I'm never going to profess my love for the guy, but I'm pleased for him, um, and I'm pleased he had he, he, he had a great competition. He was probably man of the competition for us. That's uh, more apt, com- I think. Man of the competition could be a title for this week's show. Man of the competition. Yeah, could be. Could be. Who was your man? Are you going Vinny as well? Then are you? I'm going Vinny. Yes. Yeah. That's not- def- definitely not uh, Julia Bravo. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, as you there, lovingly there, call him. There, 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 there was one moment when there was, uh, there was a shot at him and he started moving in the other direction. It was coming straight at him. And thinking, at the end, yeah. And, th- and then there was that the uh, ridiculous one with uh, Carl Walker. So, yeah. but, the, the, but, but yes, I say, possibly man of the company. You got us there but when, with the penalty saves. So. Next time we're all freaking out about Claudio if he plays again this season. There's a great thing circulating on social media from a game in Germany where the goalkeeper wandered into the back of the net to pick up a oh, drink. Oh, I saw that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And the opposition yeah. merrily had an attack and yeah. knocked it in the net. So it he could be worse. It could it be, could worse. be <laughs> worse. You talked about dinner. I was. Good. We talked last week on the show about the fact that obviously we didn't know who was going to be select, selected, and we had this whole discussion about clearly had Sinjenko as, as, as an option or Danilo and clearly went with Danilo and proved to be good, uh, better defensively. People fe- felt um, the other key decision you had to make was at central defence as well and to, to have Stones and Laporte as our two central defenders is quite incredible really isn't it to, to, to have the options of Otamendi is having a great season and man of the match Vinny to have those two who I guess are the long term replacements you would have thought 
Yeah, we'll come on to the age, I'm sure. I'm, I see you've got a load of stats with you. I'm sure age is one of your stats, is it, today? No, it's not. But I, I think that's a very good point because, you know, the, the question mark, I suppose, around company and Otamendi is their lack of pace. And with Obama Yang on right on on them for the first half, you know, there was always... You always thought that we were a little bit open to a to a break, but as Vincent Company, I thought very very eloquently um, spoke about after the game, experience was the key, and he he ran the game from the back, not because of any pace that he's got, but because he was in the right place at the right time, and he was easing Abamyang off the ball. He was always just a couple of steps ahead of. Um, of Arsenal, and that's that's where he really um, earned his uh, earned his keep yesterday. Otamendi, I, th- I mean, he had a quiet game, but he didn't have a lot didn't have a lot to do. He didn't. He didn't didn't really do much wrong. I think he had a good clearance near the end as well. I think didn't he mm. as well? He, he looked pretty solid and assured. I think I think I'm sure playing alongside company helps as well, doesn't it? In these situations, he's so commanding, isn't he, at the back? And he's such a leader as we've said many times before. It just comes through every time. There was a moment, though, where Vinny put the afterburners on, wasn't there, when he was in a, he was a good yard behind Aubameyang. And I, at that moment, I was freaking out a little bit, and he seemed to come from nowhere. So whether they're all having... You know, there's often on social media, again, they're always... Carl Walker and Leroy Sarney are always having races with each other. I reckon they've all been doing them, because that was... And it was great to see him do it and not, not clearly not think, well, if I do it and I tweak my groin or whatever it is... So be it. And My could, job is to run after him and get the ball off him, and he did it. He got booked later on as well, didn't he? As well, sort of a, a, a really tough challenge, and he wasn't. Mm. He's just not scared of getting stuck mm. in. I think he was an absolute example uh, at the weekend. And um, the other one that I want to talk about as well is De Bruyne, because uh, an old friend of the show, um, I got to my seat, turned around, and there was our friend uh, Graham Reed, who's been a regular on the show, and he was absolutely furious at half time that De Bruyne, the best player on the planet. Uh, was kind of shoved out mm. onto the right wing, and he was just couldn't understand why that was the case. Anybody got a view on? I did say to him, "Well, what are the options?" Sterling clearly injured, couldn't play. Uh, so, what are his options? He wants to play those three up up top. Any anybody got any thoughts on that in particular? Was that the right thing to do? Did did it not work? Was it better in the second half when he was you know wasn't playing out there? What, what's your thoughts? Well, we mentioned it earlier about um, Gundogan, and if you want. You know, if you if you want to play De Bruyne in the middle, then you sort of question his defensive mid, you know, his abilities as as more of the 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 linchpin than the the attacking player. Uh, you know, I I wonder, you know, how much of a, a, a of a silver lining it was for the injury to uh, to Fernandinho. Obviously, we've lost him now for however long, which is not a good thing. But it wasn't such a bad thing in that game because Wilshire was desperate to yeah. get him a red card, and he got him booked, hadn't he? So, uh... it, it, so something was going to happen there, and it changed. It changed the game when he went yeah. off. I thought so. Mm. You know that that just sort of in the mix there uh, made quite a big difference. And if I haven't heard today, I don't know whether anybody else has, but Andy, with, with Fernandinho gone, and we've said this many times before, he's kind of the one player I suspect when when Pep picks his team, he's almost the first name on the team sheet. Uh, as that central, that linchpin, that that sort of holding midfielder, he just does a job and has done it. And he's one of the most, I've said it many times, one of the most underrated players in the Premier League, I believe. If he is out for a few weeks, how, how do you see Delph is out injured at the moment? So naturally we've talked about him potentially sort of filling that berth. 
any thoughts on on how we're going to plug that gap? Um, not really. I agree. I mean, he is, he is as I've said before, he does the the dirty work, so the pretty boys can do the the uh, the rest of the stuff. Uh, I don't know really. I mean, I noticed when, when he went down, uh, Pep started talking to John Stones. I, th- I thought at one point he was going to be bringing John Stones on as a in that role, yeah. which I think he, he could he could possibly. I mean, he's he's turned Delph into a left back. Yeah. Perhaps he can turn John Stones into a defensive midfielder. But uh, it's an option, I guess. Any any thoughts there on, on um, what that might look like? Let's play that game for a moment. Delph's out injured. Mendes still out injured. We've got Delph Ferna- suspended, isn't he? Uh, sorry, Delph Del yeah. suspended. Forgive me. Yeah, indeed. So uh, we've got Mendy is injured. Uh, yeah. Not back. For a few weeks, we don't believe, and let's say Fernandinho's injured as well. What? Where do we go next? Um, well, Gundogan could play there. Vinny could play defensive midfielder. He started there mm. there if he if he wanted to. Um, I I, don't, I I think he'll play Gundogan there. That's what yeah. I think he'll do. Um, no one's mentioned I think, Yaya. I wouldn't play Yaya against Chelsea and uh, Ars- Arsenal. And Chelsea to get it pot. that way round. I um, throw him in the pot. You know he's there. He's he's played there before yeah uh, he, he, he could come on and do a job in some games I wouldn't use him again because these next two games are actually quite important even though we could you know in theory afford to lose them and it's not the end of the world it, 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 we want to get, we we? get it done we, yeah. we, you know win those two and it, that's a massive message and takes a lot of pressure off and as we get nearer to the, the next round of the Champions League just to go back to Kev on the right I wonder whether some of that was about uh Pep wanting to make sure that players who played a lot of the League Cup games got a game. So he did it with Claudio, obviously, but yeah. Gundogan's played a lot of parts in a lot of, in a lot of games. So I just wonder whether there was a bit of, well, I, need, I want Kev on the pitch, yeah. but I, I want Gundogan there as well. I mean, like, wasn't he his first ever signing, I think, wasn't he? He, yeah. like, he likes the boy, yeah. doesn't he? He does, he does play him a lot, yeah. we'll see. Well, listen, more to discuss. Let's take a quick break. The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. Welcome back. Before we move on, can we just talk about something that did dominate a few of the headlines uh, and a lot of people wearing yellow ribbons on their chests. Pep is showing his support, as we know, for imprisoned politicians in Catalonia. Uh, and lots of City fans have been making them, me included. We had a bit of a production line going in Shea Rothband and uh, took a big bag full and handed them out uh, to City fans. They're very grateful. Uh, so I saw a lot of people wearing them on the day. Uh, anybody got a view? As to, incidentally, U- UEFA say he can wear it. Uh, so I think Pep sees that as a bit of an inconsistency. UEFA, UEFA don't have a problem with it. Um, and he's been wearing it since October as well, I think. And suddenly now he's going to get banned, although he's been warned a few times, as I understand it. So who's got strong views? Sarah, your, your thoughts on this? Should he toe the line, political symbols, if that's the rule, he shouldn't do it? Or are you in the camp of let's support Pep? Yeah. And if he wants to, where do, where do you sit on well, this I one? Well, I wrestled with this a bit because, you know, you're right, the rules are the rules. And there are certain things that uh, I'm not sure I'd be too happy if I saw managers wearing badges for certain not necessarily political parties, but particular causes. causes. Yep. There's a bit of me that thinks, no, we need to keep that out of football. Um, but on balance, I think a ribbon, which actually if they haven't made all this fuss about it, most people in in Britain had no idea what that ribbon particularly symbolised. 
So it only really meant something on TV pictures to or more likely to mean something to people back in Catalonia. So, I, you know, I part him and I, I, th- I take his point. He's a human being. He feels passionate about it. He wants to wear a ribbon. Um, and so on balance, I think that he should be allowed to wear it. And, but what I do feel really strongly about is the, the fact that the FA take action against things like this and there are plenty of other things far more important relevant to football that they remain silent on or completely pathetic in terms of dealing with so I think that's what frustrates a lot of football fans that's a really good point Nick you got a similar view well I think the the FA are clearly um, uh, anti our club uh, that's obvious when you go to Wembley and you see that all of the seats are red I mean I think it's it's disgusting (laughs) Um, as it happens, I think I personally think that they're right on this. I think that they, uh, you know, if they've uh, warned him over the months. Then they've obviously have kept relatively c- quiet about that. But it's a a bit of, of a dangerous door to open, which I think they're right to to keep c- closed. And if they're going to hold that line, then they have to be entirely consistent about it. Um, whatever. Um, Pep's uh, cause is he's entirely uh, welcome to support it in whatever way he wants other than when he's on the touchline as the manager of our club Um, that's my view Okay, well I'd be interested to hear your view as well Uh, we've got kind of two opposing views here Nick sort of saying that Pep should get rid of his yellow ribbon and Sarah saying she's kind of cool about it I think I don't want to Mm -hmm. sort of put words in your mouth Yogi is abstaining here I think he's uh, (laughs) But there we go. So let us know what you think. We're at City Podcast. Uh, I personally, uh, I sit very firmly in the camp that uh, I think Pep is doing it in a respectful way. It's a yellow ribbon. He's passionate about his particular cause. He's a Catalonian. And uh, if he wants to wear it, he should wear it. And uh, if they want to find him, I guess they can find him. And he'll pay his fine and, and take the punishment. I can't see him removing it. I think that's, if he wants to do that, he should be able to do it. Nick? Be, be careful what you, what you wish for, Nigel. If, if they get independence... Our club has a very strong history of uh, of ex players and um, staff going on to to political careers and 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 and, and high office. And I'm talking George about Will. George Ware yeah, in particular. I think, I think Pep will be straight back over there, President Guardiola, running for office. Well, it's a could good be point. could be out could be could be away in a, in a few months' time. That's a really good point. Tell you what, I'm glad you're on the show. Uh, Get that ribbon off quick. I'm just ripping it off now. Very good. Uh, listen, can we just talk about Arsenal briefly as well and, and their inept performance? They came in for a lot of criticism. Um, Arsenal TV particularly, which is always good good for a laugh. Um, thoughts on sort of, is it kind of time for Arsenal to go? Is this kind of the final nail in his coffin or or what? Because they, they, they were poor, weren't I, they? I think he should have gone a couple of years ago. I mean, it, it, it just happens again and again to Arsenal, doesn't it? it you know, they just give up and... You know, watching them in the Champions League last last year against Bayern Munich, and although Bayern Munich played well, once he went three 0 they suddenly just they went, and they, they they do that too often. So I think yeah, they need they need a new manager, but it's up to them. <laughs> of course, it's up to them. Yeah. And any any other thoughts? They do need a new manager, but uh, and I'm not talking about people who appear on Arsenal uh, fan TV because that just amuses all of us no end. But. Um, but, you know, your ordinary, everyday, run-of-the-mill Arsenal fan, I do feel a bit sorry for them because actually we can relate to how they feel at the moment. You know, your team's crap. They let you down time after time. And in a way, it's almost worse 
when they let you down, when you think there's a chance they might actually do something. In a way, it was easier supporting City when we were crap and we knew we were crap and we never expected anything. You know, the season was over on the 3rd of January when we got knocked out on the third round of the FA Cup and, and you kind of just, you know, there's an element of disappointment, but you almost when you, you, you get slightly better and you've got better players and you think that you potentially could be doing something, but you don't, it's almost worse. And they're on a sort of a slope of a decline of of underachievement, misery, poor buys, lack of team spirit, no leaders, and a kind of sitting duck uh, head coach who, or lame duck, should I say, head coach who's not inspiring anyone. I heard Thierry Henry was chucking his hat in the ring. Did I read that somewhere that he was he fancied a go? Well, sort of, uh... Good luck to him. I, I, I mean, look, I. I <laughs> I I think um, I think the Arsenal fans are a pretty pathetic bunch on the whole because actually they're not that bad. Um, they've won cup after cup for the even the last uh, last couple of years, uh, but they are making such a big whinging moan about the whole thing over and over and over again. Um, but when you're in that situation, is it not time for them to oh, of take course. some action? They do and need, they do need a change. I'd like. To thank Arsenal fans yesterday, actually, because they made our journey home just a little bit faster they did, didn't they? by uh, leaving half an hour early, which was very kind of them. Um, Wembley Way was was all blue. Yep. Um, the underground was all blue. So yep. that was very helpful of them, I must say. Uh, but yeah, that, they need a change. Arsene Wenger needs to go. He's he's a bit sad. He's a bit pathetic. He looks older and greyer after every time we play them. Um he should go. We should remember him for the days in which he used to regularly destroy our team every single time we mm. played them. I suspect he's not going to go before Thursday, uh, <laughs> Yogi. He's going to be there because we play him again on Thursday. Of course, as people will know, the fixture was meant to actually be yesterday. We meet them in the in the Carabao Cup and we play them again on Thursday. So your thoughts on that, Yogi, in terms of does that give us an advantage? Are they going to bounce back? Well, you know, There's all, the, all these discussions going on now about... Any, any significance going into Thursday night, the, the, the victory at the weekend, or is it just a different No, I think it's, it's just a, it's another league game there. Professionally enough, that it won't affect them. Well, not been drinking <coughs> too much Carabao uh, over the weekend and, and all got hyper, do you think? They're, yeah. they're gonna the way be... he said he wasn't going to let them do anything, wasn't he? He said straight back to, back to training. So, no, I just say just another game. But, um, but we've done well against Arsenal recently, so... You're confident. You have a I'm confident conf- look. Yeah, I'm, 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 I don't think there'll be that many changes. I mean, he, he might change the defence around a bit. New keeper, change you know, the keeper. Definitely man new keeper. Yes. John Brown, the keeper. Your, your, <laughs> your man of the match, John, will be dropped. He was that good. We reckon. Round yeah, this no, that, is, that is a definite. There will be a different keeper. Unless, I think that's unless for sure, he hurts himself. Even John would accept yeah, that. I think John will probably. I think he'd, he'd live with that if Edison's in goal. I think. Um, the uh, Vinny was talking this morning, Vinny, like I know him. Uh, my <laughs> Vincent to me, I can tell you. Uh, he was he was talking this morning about um, you know that the players, City players, are all very aware that uh, if that had happened to what happened to Arsenal yesterday had happened to them, there would be a, a reaction on Thursday, and you'd want to play for pride, and so they'll be City players will be even more aware of Arsenal's desire to come out of the blocks and really give us a a good going over on Thursday and yeah so then that usual city panic sets in of oh god what if they come out and play really well and then you think actually it's Arsenal so they probably will come out and start really well for the first 10 minutes 15 minutes so if we can just get through that keep them at bay have a few attacks of our own 
I think we'll win on Thursday. I'm going 2 0. You're a big fan of Arsenal's, so we can tell that from your previous contribution. <laughs> we, well, we did, of course, beat Liverpool two years ago in the, in the, the League Cup final and then get t- 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 turned over by them a couple of days later in the league game. So whether that's an omen or not, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think there'll be some changes, I suppose. I mean, uh, Bravo won't play. I wonder whether company will play uh, another game in a week. Um, so I think it'll be a tight game. Uh, Arsenal weren't that bad, especially first half. Um, obviously, once we'd gone a couple, we'd got the other two goals in the second half, they'd had it. But uh, I thought I thought Jack Wilshere was the best player on the pitch in the first half, actually. Um, and um, he was easily their their best player uh, yesterday. Um, they will, I guess, want to win on, on Thursday. Really? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> it's hard to tell with them, but I guess they will. Um, it's, but, a reve- uh, it's a revelation having you on this show sometimes. <laughs> I can tell you, it really is. <laughs> I suspect we'll get a draw. Oh, really? You can't negative it back. Really? Only a draw? I think, I think we'll get a draw. Okay. I'm intrigued by Jack Wilshere was the best player on the pitch. You mean best Arsenal? Just because the best Arsenal. Oh, that's all right. I'll right. let you off. No, thank you for clarifying. That. I, I mean, assume that's what you yeah. meant. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. well, we know it's Claudio Bravo going to John Brown, so he's got to go. Couldn't, couldn't have trumped I him, mean, surely. You're right. No City player stood out in the first half, but Wilshere. Wilshere I mean, yeah. He looks a class player. I mean, I like. Yeah, I, I just thought. He's not had, you know, he's been he's been injured for for so long, and he went off to Bournemouth and whatever. And uh, he was the only Arsenal player with any fight in him. Yeah, I mean, okay, exactly. he was trying to get he was trying to get all of our players uh, sure. um, a card, but he was going for it. You know, he was angry. Just looking forward, I I always enjoy you coming on Nick because you come armed with the reams of paper and notes and statistics, uh, and to. Today is no exception. Uh, we've got piles of the stuff here together with your... How old is that city scarf? We're all wearing... I'll just tell you, we've all come in with our city scarves. Just to let you know, I, this is good for radio, isn't it? I have got my new season 2017-18 with the, the uh, maroon in it, uh, sky blue and white. We've got... This Sarah, is Mancini era. Sarah wearing, wearing it Mancini style, mm. plain sky blue and white. You, young man, that is amazing. That goes back to, what is that? Is that 1970-something? No, this is about 10 years old. It just hasn't really? been washed. It's just never been washed. This was a present given to me by thought, a friend of mine who is a, who is a um, Spurs fan, actually. Really? Who gave this it to looks me. as old as... You do. It looks like nice he wore that tied round his wrist when he was 10, doesn't he did. it? Exactly. I've been wearing it yeah. constantly for 10 years. <laughs> you should wash it. I wonder yeah, what... The, yeah. And Yogi, you've let the side down. Yes, He's I'm come sorry. with a, some sort of... I don't know what it is, but it's not a city scarf. You've let the, you've got a sky blue shirt on, to be fair. Yes. But no scarf. But I'm today. sorry. <laughs> Can we go back to your statistics? Because I'm keen to understand what well, all this paper well, means. Well, this is very exciting. Well, I will be the judge of that. <laughs> this is very... This is my... This is me... Just having a quick look at um, the analysis of where we go for the rest of the season and what what could happen here, because what could happen could be phenomenal. Um, and I, you know, you go back. You, I mean, you talk about Arsenal uh, having a bad um, having a bad run. You know, we've we've endured the dark days of the late Pellegrini era, the early, early Guardiola era, completely barren, and we're back to to winning ways. But this could now we've got. So, is this, I, going to, is this going to be negative? This, this is my. I, uh, no, you, you have to bear in mind that I'm an accountant, so this could all be totally wrong. But the way I've <laughs> the way I've worked this out, 
It's very, it's relatively simple. But I've looked at the game. I'm just looking at what's happening with the uh, the uh, Man United game and where we might be. So okay. we've talked about this a little bit before. Yep. But this is really exciting. No, we're, we're, we're but, all con- oh, concentrating to this. But I think, <laughs> but what, but what I think basically, if both us and United win all our games between now and the derby, mm-hmm. then we would be 16 points ahead of them going into the derby. And if we win that game, we will be we will be champions. So I think we've all I think I think we know that confirmed. That. That's not new information. It, I don't think is it. I don't. Well, I think we were. It was. It was. It's been. I know. It's been uh, uh, talked about on a number okay. of occasions. So, that, so you know, just to be clear, so, so things we have win changed our games. over the weeks. Yeah, yeah. If we both win our games, okay. then we'll be sixteen ahead. Yeah. Be, so uh, we don't be seven be... games left, and if we win, we'll be nineteen ahead with only six games left. That means we would be. Champions. So, so one of the scenarios we have talked about was them giving us this this kind of uh, guard of honour. That's not going to happen. Obviously, if they drop so, points, then it could happen. But if we all win, it's us going going there and then winning that game. Yeah. Okay. But but what's what's really exciting mm-hmm. is that if we draw them in the Champions League in the quarterfinals, mm-hmm. which is possible because we're we're going to be there. They might be there. Might be. But it's an open um, draw. We could then draw them. Yeah. The first leg of that court final would be the midweek before the derby and the second leg would be the midweek after the derby. So we would have three derbies inside a week wow. in the Champions League and we could win the title at the same time. That could be a very, very powerful... I thought you were going there, that could be amazing, couldn't it? Which is what you're saying. I think another st- statistic that I saw today was that our bench, the average age, was something like 21.6 years. And you know, sort of looking forward... And looking forward to the future under Pep, provided he's not going to be president of Catalonia, <laughs> yeah. is absolutely, you know, it, it, we talked about the old guard, didn't we? And so this is, you know, we're thinking about the, the old guys who did a fantastic job at the weekend. And now we can look forward to a, a young squad who could, frankly, dominate for years to come, which is what this is all about, isn't it? Potentially. And the, and the skill is integrating them in the, in the way I think that Pep is doing it with, by both bringing them into the squad and the, you know, bringing Foden on yesterday for three minutes. Brilliant thing to do. He's got a winner's medal around his neck. He's played at Wembley. He feels part of a winning team. Yeah. Um, but then, in, and almost juxtaposed with Vinny, who's been around since the start, playing a captain's role, scoring a great goal. It's fantastic. Um, it is really exciting, I think. And actually, I think one of the reasons, I'm speculating, that Vinny and Otamendi started yesterday is that... Um, Laporte and Stones, not necessarily together, but he sees them more as our Champions League yeah. partners. So he wanted to make sure that uh, company and Otamendi had a part in winning a cup. Whereas Stones and Laporte, if they're around for five to ten years, as they should be if they play well, will pick many cups up like that, won't they? So as we look forward then, using yours, any more stats there? That's it. it uh, that, for I'm all done. that paper, that was just that one <laughs> you, stat. It, and it is, that's a really tantalising thought. Of course, there are about 99% of City fans who will now be thinking, oh my God, we might lose three derbies <laughs> in a week. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Typical City. Can you, can you imagine Typical it? Typical City, yeah. Listen, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, to sit around with three great scarves and Yogi's <laughs> strange star scarf. Uh, but thank you to our three cup-winning guests, to Nick Goldstone, to Yogi Baron, and to Sarah Messenger. This is Nigel Rothband saying thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you all very soon. This is a Playback Media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk. 
The Man City Show is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. If you're a large organisation involved in managing, purchasing or making decisions on software licences, you need Livingston. Livingston provides the technology and a large team of experts to help you understand what software is installed on your network, who is using it and whether you purchase the right number of software licences to legally use it. This information can help you make smart business decisions when it comes to renegotiating software licensing agreements with large software publishers like Microsoft, Oracle, IBM and others and when budgeting for software spend. To reduce the cost and risk of managing your software licenses, speak to Livingston today about our managed services. Over 50 multinationals across the world trust Livingston to manage their software licenses. Visit livingston-tech.com for more information. What's your thoughts on Fulham? Chances are you don't think about them too much, but nice away day by the river, used to have a Michael Jackson statue, and once did quite well under Roy Hodgson. But that's probably about it, because chances are you're not a Fulham fan. However, if you do know someone that supports Fulham, maybe a mate or a colleague at work, please tell them about the Fulhamish podcast that I host every week looking at each Fulham game as it comes and goes, with a nice bit of quirkiness and humour along the way too. You can find Fulhamish at fulhamish.co.uk and we're also available on all podcast platforms including iTunes, Acast and playbackmedia.co.uk. That's Fulhamish, your weekly independent Fulham FC podcast. Sports Social Podcast Network. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.